0: of bingo and And of course it's a major fundraiser for us the Lions Club and the monies for that bingo stay within the community the cards are purchased so we do wonderful things with the profits from that particular bingo. we have at least five winners every week and uh, we give away three thousand bucks every week
1: Launching a canoe from a dock is a simple procedure. The paddle partner should climb aboard by placing one hand on the dock for balance and the other on the outside gunwale of the canoe. Then, you swing the stern of the canoe close to the dock and the stern paddler climbs aboard using the same procedure. Once settled, push away from the dock and paddle away. This is Rogers TV.
2: Hello and welcome to this week.
3: Hey, (laughs) how are you?
2: Welcome to this week's episode of Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And today we're joined by J.R. Galarza. Of Roll and also that, right? Derek yep. Cuffey yep. Uh, of Section 42. So, <laughs> yeah. thank you both very much for uh, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks you for got having us. All sports yeah. episode lined up, which I'm pretty excited it's about. It's hard to get everybody to be quiet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, so are, quiet, we got yeah. a lot of Google <laughs> conversations going on here. Yeah. Um, but why don't we jump right in, JR. Um Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and
4: how role started? Sure. Um, so, I'm a Filipino born. Uh, I was born in the Philippines. I um, immigrated here when I was about two years old uh, in Brantford. And, um, Yeah, I essentially grew up here all my life, until literally the day after my high school graduation. I took a plane and went to the Philippines to accept my basketball scholarship. So, I was over there for about four and a half, five years, um, studying, playing ball. And um, one of the things that I kind of prided myself on, and what I kind of got known for is, like, balancing the two really well. So, being a student-athlete, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So I graduated with the second-highest honors, uh, magna cum laude. team captain of the basketball team my last year uh, in a bit, and then I uh, got to play some semi pros well. I got to play in Taiwan. So, did a lot of cool stuff, and then ultimately, at the end of my career, it was um, either take a year and, and prepare for the for the pros, so go into the development leagues, get my body right, or come back home and take care of my now five-year-old son. He's turning six in October. So at the time, he was about to start kindergarten, and you know, um, if did you guys have any kids no nope. not yet so <laughs> you'll you 'll find that you know we you you essentially just do what 's best for your kid yeah. um, and even though i if, if I were to stay over there, I knew i 'd bring him with me, mm-hmm. uh, but I just my, my heart was telling me you know uh, it 's time to hang the laces and just fly home and, and and be a dad and give help give him the dreams now and, instead of trying to pursue yours right mm-hmm. so I uh, came home uh, so now i 'm a full time father um, and essentially, what happened was my, like, the Ontario College of Teachers, I graduated as a teacher in the Philippines. They were giving me a hard time about my diploma. So uh, the whole reason for me coming home and to take care of my kid was kind of shot, because then I'd have to go back to school. Mm-hmm. So it was looking like i have to go back to school for about two, three years, uh, pay all this money to get my credits transferred over and, and all this. So I just took a step back and said, you know, um, How can I start a business? And I found that there's two questions you have to answer, and that's, what are you good at, and how can society benefit from what you're good at? And I said, you know, I'm still young, I'm still fairly in shape, and I know how to teach. So there's that, and then how can I give that back to the community? Um, Found that there's still not too many basketball-specific skill development trainers in Brantford, and that's how my baby my second born came about so that's how we have role now and so we do skill development on top of the holistic side of things where i slowly transitioned because you can't really kind of give all that at once so i had the basketball training down and then i I eventually started plugging in the fitness development and now i train parents i um i got helped with getting accredited uh, my credentials for being a personal trainer and a fitness instructor uh, so now that's just rolling during the day and then in the evenings when the kids are out of school or the athletes are out of school that's when i i do most mm-hmm. of the stuff so uh we are hitting our second year anniversary in july 12th amazing so, and so, where, yeah. are, where are you working out of uh it's so the same place as uh, as derek right now uh our main spot is uh 101 uh, wayne grassy parkway the access storage uh, i guess they're calling it the sports complex. sports complex yeah and then um i am also at um this place called law health and wellness that's on brantwood park ave Um, have a little partnership with them. And then I'm at the Wayne Gressy Sports Center, which like big shout outs to the Wayne Gressy Sports Center, by the way, they're the first group that really uh, took on the program and and helped give us, uh, just put us us in their like leisure guides and and everything. So we do a lot of group sessions over there for their youth. and then just like contract training, uh, wherever I'm needed. So school boards have have asked me to train some of the schools. Uh, past teachers I've had asked me that are still teaching asked me to teach their classes. Um, so it's been pretty cool, just being able to travel and, and touch different athletes and in different ways. It's it's really really neat. So, it's amazing. Yeah, That's awesome. You're I love playing
2: it. at the the university level, was it natural talent or was it something that you had to work? Because I saw something in the <laughs> BC article where it was like role comes from being a role player, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So. Um, yeah, just, I guess, like, the whole concept of, of or the just the name, um, I, I like to think that, like, my entire life I embodied that, um, just not to, not to try to, like, like fill my head or anything, but I was thinking about it and thinking about the name and what I've gone through in my life. So, in Brantford, I was telling this to Derek earlier, where I, I grew up here in a predominantly, um, like, white neighborhood, white city, um. And I was looked at as, as the the green thumb, the outcast type of thing. And so I had to prove myself every day. That's how I, how I got onto like student council at in St. John's when I was going to St. John's. Um, and I was just trying like so hard to really fit in um, in my own way, where I didn't I didn't want to change who I was essentially. Um, so yeah, that like. So that was one thing. And then I was like team captain of the basketball team at St. John's as well. And I was pretty much just doing stuff for the team that coaches were asking me to do. So if I had to be the scorer, then fine, that was, that was what I had to do. And in St. John's for a few of the years, that's, that was my, my main task, where it was to score and, and lead. And, and that was fine. That was my role. right? Um, and at the same time, I don't want to take away from people that are, you know, on the bench or coming off the bench or don't get as much of that of that limelight or or, or scoring, because every like it's a team game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone plays their role on a for a family for for a sport. You know, everyone has to pull their own weight type of thing, so that there's that cohesiveness to make sure that like the the engine runs smoothly, the car runs smoothly, right? Um, so transitioning into the University of the Philippines, honestly, like my first two years, it was like. I was fighting for a spot because i was here i was again being a foreigner over there as a canadian filipino where i I don't walk the same as them i don't talk the same as them i don't dress the same as them and to them they looked at me like i was again competition because i was out there trying to take their spot Mm -hmm. so like i was telling derek you know i I didn't really feel um, comfortable or respected until like my last year my last two years um when i had to fight for that spot but every every year before that like my my role went from KJR, you're going to be on the practice team because uh, so, the rules for me was, because I didn't graduate high school there, I had to take two years of uh, residency, so I had to be at my university for two years before I was actually eligible to play. So, for those first two years, I trained with the development team and while getting the, the main team ready for their for the competition, um, and then that third year came, and it was like, okay, JR, we need you to come off the bench and, and just be a spark plug and just give a lot of energy, right? And then just stuff transitioned, and then my third year was like my best year, and it was like, JR, you have green, biggest green Light. There's no such thing. Almost no such thing as a bad shot. Be free. So that was great. That was like my best year ever. And then my fourth year was you got to be a team leader, team captain. And this was while I was also trying to, or my fourth, fifth year while I was trying to graduate. So I had a lot of school going on. Um, that's awesome. But right. I had we're to, like, just going to be heading to yeah. break. So when we get oh, back, sweet. we'll continue. Oh my bad. I talk um, yeah, to you yeah, No, that's <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so we'll
2: be right back after these messages. <laughs>
5: Brought to you
1: by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Join Nadia Matos for Crime
6: Stoppers Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV.
1: More flavor in your life. Subscribe to three delicious networks and gain exclusive access to the entertainment that you crave. Wow, well, for me. Don't miss Food Network's hot food competitions. I'm all in. Yeah. It needs to be innovative. Game Face, baby, game face. Then on Cooking Channel, celebs dish out a <laughs> mouthful of delish. And you're invited. I love it. Detour hits the road with savory adventures. This does not get any better. Spice up your life and bite into three flavorful must have networks. Ooh. Call Rogers to subscribe to Food Network, Cooking Channel, and Detour as part of the Premier TV package or on standalone.
0: Monsieur de Champlain. When I finish paddling through this wilderness and reach China, I shall greet them wearing this. Monsieur Nicolet, your mission shall be for the honor of the king and the holy faith. In the summer of 1634, Jean Nicolet set off from Quebec to find a trade route that would link Europe and North America with China. But where is it? Further, I know the place you are seeking. For months, Nicolet pushed through the wilderness, searching for the Western Sea. Goja! Goja.
7: Mississippi!
0: What did he say? He says, Mississippi, great water. Mississippi, the sea, China. Jean Nicolet was wrong. It was Lake Michigan, not the Pacific. But others would follow his dream, Joliet, La Salle, the Laverandres, and they would map most of North America from the Rockies to the Gulf of Mexico.
5: Welcome back everyone. Uh, just before the break we were talking to JR about uh, doing university and playing basketball in the Philippines. Uh, and it had me thinking, why is basketball so important to the
4: Filipino culture? Honestly, like, basketball is not a very expensive sport to play. You know, unlike hockey and lacrosse where you have all these pads and, and equipment to be using, it's just a ball and shoes. And to a lot of the people in the culture, they can't even afford the shoes. So um, they, you can see them a lot just playing basketball around there. And what the government usually does, or you literally drive around the Philippines and every corner will have either a net or a paved court, a uh, covered court. Um, so I just think it's just the accessibility for it and just the culture of it. A, a lot of people grew up playing basketball and, and they know so much about the NBA culture and, and, and the PBA, which is the Filipino, the, the Filipino version of the NBA, the pro league, um, it just, it, there's just so much heart and passion for the for basketball and Filipino culture. So yeah, that's, I think that's where it is. It just, it's just, it's literally synonymous. If you think Philippines, you think Filipino basketball, really, yeah. yeah. Interesting,
2: that makes a lot more sense. And if people are looking to get in touch with you and possibly potentially enroll,
4: Cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys, they can find me at uh, our, our website, www.roleplayers.ca. Um, my email, my phone number, I'm sure that's going to be in the, the links and tags. Yes. It's everywhere. But um, yeah, so we uh, we also have like summer camps planned. That's what we're really gearing ourselves towards uh, and, and planning towards. So we have four weeks of summer camps, um, two in the middle of July and two in the middle of August. So awesome. When do people need yeah. to be signed up for those? Uh, well, we actually have a pre-registration uh, discount, 10% discount. That's going up until June 18th. Um, so it'll be be 10% off, and actually, like, the camps are only $100 a piece, so 10% wow. off, $90 until June 18th, and then still 100 through until uh awesome yeah until sure, that's
2: fantastic so, so yeah thank you, thank no, you, for thank joining you. Us today. thanks for having me yeah uh so we're going to walk down the hall of 101 we'll yeah. <laughs> you, Uh Derek Cuffey uh, from section 42 i thought that was a good transition that's why i like you when you open i'm like i gotta think of something um <laughs> Derek thank you for joining us thank you uh, for having me do you want to tell us a little bit t- about yourself and how section 42 came about
8: yeah um for me, I was born in South Side of Chicago, Illinois, lived most of my life in Toronto, but uh, did have the ability to bounce back and forth from here to Chicago. Uh, through that time, at the early ages of three, um, following my brother's footsteps, I started playing baseball. And baseball's been huge in our family, and especially having you know, an older brother who's playing competitive ball at that age, and he's only four years different from me, you want to follow his every move. So. At the age of three, we went through, and I played pro, you know, not pro ball yet, but I played rep ball all the way until I got to college. Uh, For me, I got lucky, I got a scholarship. Not everybody gets a scholarship, Um, you know, and it's probably why now I preach so much about education. Mm -hmm. You know, I went to New Mexico Junior College my freshman year. From there, I transitioned over to Illinois State, where I did graduate. Uh, I was still blessed enough, never got hurt, healthy, had the ability to play for the Kansas City Royals uh, for three years. Um, Unfortunately for me, after three years, my career had to get cut short. I was involved in a serious car accident. Um, I had passed away, I was dead for about a minute, 52 seconds. State Trooper brought me back to life. um, After four knee surgeries, and obviously suffering from post-traumatic stress, for several years I was unable to come back, there was no way I was coming back. Um, But being blessed and having certain people around me in my life, friends and families, uh, especially one of my business partners who's with me here today, um, you know, was able to pinpoint I was going through something and at that very point, you know, it was just like you woke up and I was here. I was like, whoa, what did I do? For ten years I allowed, you know, my life to lapse. But once getting my brain back focused and getting you know back to realizing what I want to do with life, baseball's always been a part of me, and I was never going to let go. I said, well, now's the time I start focusing on me and start giving back to the community. I always said that once I was done playing pro ball, that's what I would do. Well, I happened to move up to Brantford, and one of the things I always find about Brantford is the first thing, unfortunately, is community always talks about what's not really going on in the community, what they don't have. But the second thing I always realized is no one started talking about what they want to do to build the community, and being that I am a big community guy, I have my hands involved with Special Olympics, Animal Rescue, the mm-hmm. Senior Center, I said, this is perfect for me. So, luckily for me, <clears throat> you know, my partner was able to get me involved with Brantford uh, Sports Council, which they elected me onto the board, mm-hmm. and I was able to pitch my idea to say, hey, this is what Section 42 wants to do. and. They were like, well, what's the meaning of Section 42? Well, throughout my whole life, I was always one brother, you know, or black guy on the team. Yeah. There was no color to every baseball team I played on. And you find throughout North America that's how it is. Well, I'm not just black. I've also got Puerto Rican in me. So you find that there wasn't that much around there. So, you know, I always start, I started digging into the history of the sport, and that's when you start talking about Jackie Robinson. Right. Well, hence, that's why 42 is always gold on everything I wear a part of my company, mm-hmm. and the word section just represents the part of me, I'm just giving back to what this gentleman did to help give us the opportunity to play the game. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if you guys have ever played baseball or softball mm-hmm. and have ever had the experience to um, be a part of something like that. For us, it's, I take it very serious to be able to have the ability to be on the field every day. Mm-hmm. It's like I tell my spouse. I'm not going to die at home, I'm not going to die in a car accident, I'm going to die on that baseball field, because that's the passion and love that I have for this game. And the ability to teach young individuals how to go is great.
2: Gotcha. So we've got about two minutes sure. um, before we go to break, and then we'll be back with uh, both of you gentlemen. Um, but what kind of programming do you offer?
8: Right now we're offering programs to even not only just youth, but I do teach adults as well but we do have programs to learn the fundamentals of the game which is fielding, throwing, you know, catching, hitting, everything. But I also have programs that are going to be enlisted to help kids who do want to go on that scholarship program that we want to give them the opportunity to go to school, post-secondary education if they're at that point they can get a scholarship.
2: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So. That's really cool. And I think what we're going to see kind of throughout all of our guests today is just the hard work that goes into them being able to play the sports that they offer and the passion to be able to put together this programming, whether it is helping kids learn the sport or whether it's putting a league together. Yes. I think that's just amazing what, uh, what, every, what both of you guys are doing and our next guest as well. So
8: Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely not easy. And you'll yeah. find that only 1% of athletes make it to professional sports. Mm-hmm. The rest get the ability, yes, to probably go to post-secondary education, but you still have to get an education okay. to have some type of a job after that, right. which mm-hmm. uh, as, as coaches, I feel that both of us are in the same loop here. Yeah. We want to give that experience. It's mm-hmm. a two-pronged approach. I guess we are teaching you the game you love, but we're giving you the ability to work outside of that sport. and to be a a productive member of society, hopefully in the future. And I
2: think um, the vision that both of you had just hearing you talk now and then earlier is just amazing. Um, And we'll be right back after the break.
6: The Guelph and District Multicultural Festival is back at Riverside Park, June 8th to the 10th. Enjoy featured events like the Brazilian Carnival and the Bollywood and Belly Dance Party. Rain or Shine, don't miss this fabulous festival. Tuesday. You, you do need painting.
1: Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh my
0: God, no! <laughs> Theater on
1: the Edge on Rogers TV. The law states a boater must carry up-to-date charts in the largest scale available for the body of water on which they are boating. Nautical marine charts are available for all charted waterways across Canada. Mobile navigation apps can also be a good navigation aid. If you are using an app or electronic charts, it's a good idea to carry paper charts as well. They are a good backup in case of a power failure.
3: Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this break in Waterloo Regional Police are investigating a theft report that occurred at a Huron Road business in Kitchener on Wednesday, January 31, 2018. A male suspect walked into the business and examined an area that contained stored tractors. He then left and returned around 1.25am in a light-coloured pickup truck. The suspect hooked up a stolen trailer from the lot and then loaded a tractor onto the trailer before leaving just before 3 a.m. Crime Stoppers will pay a cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers of one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at WaterlooCrimeStoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial, the all-sports, all-local sports edition. This is great. Good, yeah. this is on, just yeah, thank you, thank <laughs> you. See, I always, I always look over just for that little bit, of that star rating. I could just see it in, the, in your eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, cast. just, yeah, it's like nailed it. Yes. Um, but we're joined by Jr. and Derek. Thank you both for being here. Um, again, Jr. of Rule Basketball, yep. and also Derek of Section Forty Two. So thank you both for joining us. Um, we're so happy to have what, like, what you guys are doing in the community is just phenomenal. Um, And you both wanted to talk a little bit about the importance of education within sports in general, right?
8: Oh, yeah. yeah. You you know, for myself, you know, growing up and as a ball player growing up, the first thing, you know, coaches strive on you is like at 12 years old, college coaches are looking at you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, since I moved and I reside now here in Brantford in this great community, I do find that a lot of parents are taken back by the fact they hear somebody pushing their kids about education first. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm um, prime example why I'm going to push for education. I got into a car accident and I died.
3: Yeah,
8: I no longer can play pro sports. Well, without education, what are you going to do afterwards? A lot of these kids, they got their hopes and dreams that they want to be the next Queen Gretzky because this town is, is so push, push, <laughs> hockey, hockey, hockey. <laughs> Although there's great sports like basketball with Jr., there's soccer, mm-hmm. okay, there's rugby. Mm-hmm. There's all types of sports out here that don't get the recognition that it's well-deserved, but you also don't get the push of the education. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these kids can use their education to give themselves the opportunity to propel
4: themselves forward in life, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm pretty sure that you can elaborate. No, I think, um, like, because I train a lot of, like, kids with parents that are teachers or, or principals, and a lot of them speak about how it's kind of like the dynamics have changed where the kids aren't being held as accountable for their classroom actions or, or their grades, whereas now the teachers are being held accountable for their kids failing and whatnot. So for me, when I, when I preach education, it's like, you know, mom and dad aren't always gonna be there behind you doing your homework with you at the table or right. even in the classroom, right? You gotta be on top of that, right? It's, it's, it's my kind of theory with them where it's like, you know, why do mom and dad hound you for doing the dishes? Like, do you wanna live in a home with dirty dishes? No, do you wanna live a life without you know, education without knowing the basics of math and English, right? No, like, because you want to be able to to live and and live comfortably learning these things mm-hmm. and knowing these things. So, that's why, for me, like, education, my parents always pushed education, too, because of that same reason that Derek mentioned with the whole car crash thing, you know? You're, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what life's right. going to bring you, right? You don't know if you're going to wake up one day, you're going to be sick or you're injured mm-hmm. off of play, right? And there goes that. Sport, so.
8: You definitely don't want to be that athlete that had millions of dollars all of a sudden to get hurt, and those millions of dollars are gone because yeah. you don't know how to read the paper that you're signing.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the contract.
8: You'll be very surprised the literacy rate. It's very high in professional sports but you guys just don't see it because it's covered up well by you got contractors you know people <laughs> that are taking care of your contracts for you they get paid mm-hmm. to take, to cover that stuff up well why would I want to pay somebody something that I can do myself mm-hmm. yeah. it's important
4: yeah.
8: you know it it's true not everybody's going to be there for you but for me I've always whether it was coaching basketball or you know trying to help out with the Oakville Venom the Burlington Skyhawk we had a rule in place if you had a a 2.0 or less you couldn't come to play basketball because in the states to get a scholarship you have to have
4: a 2.0 or more which is a c-plus average in Canada yeah you gotta gotta be academically eligible to be able to get to the next level right everybody's dream uh, all the athletes that you we touch we train it's you know what would you like to do you know with your sport you know get a scholarship play pro eventually Mm -hmm but that's that big, that's a big in-between, the scholarship, where you are right now, scholarship and that pro level. Like, to get to that middle pot spot, it's it starts with education. If you can't academically be eligible for what you're supposed to be doing, there's no team that's really gonna be looking at you because you're gonna be a headache to them, right? Because of all the tutoring and all that.
8: Yeah. And that's the other part, too, is you gotta look at the fact that, like I said earlier earlier on in the segment, only 1% make it to being professional athletes. Mm-hmm. You have to take into accountability that if you're not getting drafted out of high school, you still need to get noticed <laughs> so that you can't get drafted. Yeah. Well, the next part after high school is either college or university. Yeah. Well, you got to have the grace to get to either college or university. Yeah. You know, and a lot of kids, you know, they're not told how to use the education as a positive. So kids are taking it as a burden. Well, I don't want to yeah. do this. I'm going to make millions of dollars because they're told, you're going to be the next
4: Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, you're going to be the next Roberto Alomar. And, yeah, that's, I, I tell them that, too, where it's like, you know, you don't go to school... Um, for this math test that you don't wanna do or this science quiz that you don't wanna do, right? You, you go to school for that house. You go to school for to buy mom or dad that house or that car or that future family that you envision and that dream about, right? You're not, putting, you're not putting yourself through all this stress, through all this stress to study, read these ISU books and whatever it is you have to do to, to get your grade because it's a burden, like you said, right? You go through it because you want that thing that you envision yourself having, right? And, yeah. you know, school is that segue. Like, you gotta yeah. just hit the books, right? And I think so. teachers
2: and coaches can only do so much, right? Like, the like I just yeah. want to talk about, the both of you played very high-level sports just, and how much hard work went into that. Like, how did you balance? Oh, okay.
8: For myself, you know, I did 24 hours of course load in university. 24 hours is a lot on top of doing an additional 20 hours of practicing ball
5: yeah
8: it, it, it's a lot to focus and juggle both but if you have yourself in a routine and you know that you have the support of your coaches or you know even tutors because tutors are important too yeah. these people go unrecognized and this okay. is why sometimes I look at teachers as as, as parents and as community Yes, it may take two people to have a child. It takes a community to raise it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Community being teachers, coaches, friends of the, your child's you know, mm-hmm. parents. That, managers. Yeah, that are going out there and putting yeah. in their effort to help your child get to where they want to be. And I feel that somewhere along the way, because of uh, economic value and this, that, another that's inflated, we've forgotten about that because nobody's got time to go help yeah. little Jimmy down the street because i got to go to work. i got to work. Instead of working 40, I'm working 60 hours a week. Right. You know it's important yeah. for people like j.r. myself yeah. and the other two guys that are coming on later on tonight. Yeah. their time is just as important as the mm-hmm. teacher's time because it's up to us to, to give these these guys, these what I call student athletes, the same teaching that we
5: received growing up. Yeah. they need it mm-hmm. pave the way right You guys so. are instilling hard work ethic responsibility. Are you guys noticing a big behavioral change in the kids from when the time you see them to you're done?
4: Uh, personally like. Got I don't. A minute left here, I don't so. think about it until like until I kind of reflect on it, or until the parent tells me like, "Hey, have you seen how yeah. much so and so has grown?" Like. We noticed or we heard this and that about them. Right? Parents, so. parents normally come up and they run up to tell you, or a child will come who is struggling
8: in school, all of a sudden come up and bring yeah. his report card and be like, "Hey, listen, I <laughs> my jumped my grade point average." Yeah. Well, nice. that's that's Amazing. great. Yeah. But let's keep pushing on. Yeah. Right?
2: Thank you both very much for joining us today. It's been great. Uh, Jr. Awesome. Rule. Yeah. Um, signups are happening right now, ASAP. and then also Derek Cuffey from Section Forty Two. <laughs> and we got a wrap. We're going to be going to break. Thank you for joining us. we right back.
3: My name is Aliyah
6: and I'm a Rogers TV volunteer. My favourite part about volunteering here at Rogers TV is getting to meet people in the community and getting to work with the crew, the co-op students and the internship students. We get to learn and grow from each other and I just love that. Everyone is super nice. It feels really great to be a part of this team here
5: at Rogers TV.
1: Have you ever questioned the nature of your reality?
0: Do you ever wonder about your actions? The price you'd have to pay if there was a reckoning? That reckoning is here. You're in
1: my dream.
0: it isn't really necessary. I'll judge for myself. I know you're an MP, Miss McPhail, but a woman has never... I am not leaving till I do. Civilized. if those appalling conditions don't change that prison will explode perhaps our lone lady member is too fragile to know what is normal in a prison is this normal her courage would lead to the overhaul of the entire Canadian penal system Agnes McPhail Canada's first woman MP
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial, I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And uh, we're halfway through our all sports episode. Um, Yeah, I see the sparkle, that must mean (laughs) good things. (laughs) It's fantastic. Uh, So we are now joined (laughs) by Brendan Ulysse of Ulysse Soccer. Awesome. Awesome, thank you. And also Alex Miller um, from the Brantford Adult Football. Flag football. Play football, right. right yeah. Thank you. Um, Brandon, so do you want to start? Yeah. Well, I was just yeah.
9: really enjoying that conversation you were just having with Jr. and Derek. Mm-hmm. Like, it's absolutely unbelievable. I hope people are paying attention because there's some amazing stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and amazing things happening in Brantford like uh, just with the sports in general I think it's awesome we're having an all-sports day here Mm -hmm. today (laughs) Uh, especially since we have the basketball finals the hockey Stanley Cup and the World Cup around the corner too (laughs) so the all-sports day is perfect but uh, just I wanted to pick up on uh, how they were mentioning the ability to like help the youth in Mm -hmm. Brantford and it's just like so phenomenal to me because their story is like exactly the same kind of model as what I'm trying to do right. and kind of like my little journey right here. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I kind of started coaching when I was 18. Mm-hmm. I coached a lot in Stony Creek at an academy called First Touch Soccer. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really interesting because there were some really good players there and they would kind of talk to me and say, Where do you play soccer? I would tell them I'm from Brantford. And they would kind of like laugh or giggle because I guess uh, Brantford is a little bit like poo-pooed or like thought less <laughs> of, right? I don't know if you've ever heard that before in your life, but it's like some people outside of Brantford think that. Yeah. So I kind of am trying to make it my mission to like provide opportunities mm-hmm. for kids in Brantford to have that higher level training, to have as many opportunities as possible. And uh, I think with your two previous guests, they were speaking about how they played at a high level. Yeah. But um, for me, it's about so much more than just trying to reach a high level of your sport. Mm -hmm. It's like it provides an outlet. It provides like an identity. Mm -hmm. It provides a purpose. And I think for a lot of kids and even for their parents too, like sports is so amazing because it helps them to kind of have that confidence and all those building blocks to move forward Mm -hmm. with all their things (laughs) in their life. So, yeah, I was enjoying your conversation (laughs) before I got to (laughs) sit here myself. (laughs) You're welcome.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs)
9: Uh, Do you
2: want to talk to a little bit about the the programs that you offer? Yeah,
9: so we have a couple different things going on. Uh, First of all, we have a men's soccer tournament coming up July 29th. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, So that's, yeah, that's around the corner. but also we have our advanced training camp for players in Brantford uh, starting in July, and then we have a summer soccer fun camp happening in August. Awesome. So we try to tackle different age groups, but also different abilities, because cool. maybe someone wants to just play soccer for the first time, have a great time, maybe someone wants to up their game. Mm-hmm. So different abilities and different age groups as yeah. well. What would you say is, like, the most rewarding part of putting together these trainings? <laughs> That's a really good question. Uh, I think, like, when you see the smile on the kid's face, like, yeah. I know you're noticing the sparkle over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I notice that sparkle all the time. <laughs> like, when kids are running around and just, like, kicking a ball and yeah. forgetting about their troubles. And, like, just life is good in that brief moment. So, mm. it's awesome. Like, I definitely enjoy it. And then beyond that, when you see them, like, week in, week out, mm. you are like, wait a minute. Their skills are getting way better. Yeah and it's it's it should be just simple like you kind of expect them to improve but still when it actually happens it's so amazing <laughs> yeah. right
2: yeah. <laughs> that's all and if people want to find out uh,
9: more um, yep. they can head over to facebook or a website yep so yeah. we have usoccer.ca yeah. Uh, and there's tons of information on there for all the programming. And again, on Facebook, if you just type in Ulyse, U-L-Y-S-S-E, mm-hmm. you'll find all kinds of stuff there for us.
2: Awesome. And you're constantly running contests, too, on your page, yeah. which I love.
9: Yeah, we're trying to give yeah. out tickets for TFC games. Yeah. We're going to have a Skills for Bills competition coming up, so practice your nice moves. Yeah. So all kinds of things happening <laughs> for us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I, just, I can imagine <laughs> being on the field with you because you're just so excited. <laughs> excited, and, like It's just supposed yeah. to be amazing for your students. This is it,
9: for your <laughs> I love it. So I'm glad you can tell. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so
2: have you is soccer something that you've played like your, your whole
9: life? Yeah, so yeah. I played since I was a little guy. Um, I played my whole life, and then uh, for university as well, I went to Laurier Brantford. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting, Laurier Brantford now, I believe, has a varsity team, but when I went, we just did intramurals. Gotcha. So, I, I maybe I could have tried to go to Laurier Waterloo and yeah. try for the varsity stuff there, yeah. but I just kind of played in the community, and so I enjoyed my soccer, mm. yeah. yeah. And we Thanks. still play, don't forget, we play uh, the Men's Recreational League. Yeah. Those guys take it super seriously. <laughs> you can swear it's the World Cup. Yeah. It's not, but they take it seriously. It's pretty so cool. I, was, I I still have fun. I still have fun. <laughs> and how long have you been running this? Uh, so this is our third year now. Oh, uh, I would have to say, like, based on where we started to where we are now, there's a big momentum just starting to shift. Cool. So mm-hmm. things are starting to progress rapidly now. That's awesome. Always looking for people to volunteer their time or offer to coach with me. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. The the more kind of coaches we can have with a similar personality or similar uh, love for the game, yeah. then we can continue to build and spread mm-hmm. our programs Do around. Do have, have a
5: lot of... Uh, soccer experience or do you think that you could have somebody?
9: Well, come out? Uh, I think there's a lot to it, right? So, myself, I'm a soccer player, but I, I'm also a teacher, so I have a Bachelor of Education, mm. similar to JR. So, um, for, for me, having that kind of um, dynamic with both mm. makes it really good, I find, on the field because I yeah. can teach them mm. and I can run around and have fun. If there's someone who's an excellent teacher, they can be a really good coach, mm-hmm. even if they only know a little bit about the sport because okay. they're so observant and they just have the ability to explain something to a child, right? Mm-hmm. But also someone that knows a lot about the game, maybe it's a lot of instinctual knowledge, mm-hmm. they're not a really very good teacher, they can still really help me out a lot as a volunteer because they can demonstrate and show the kids some awesome skills. Mm-hmm. So, so different types of coaches are always useful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's sweet. Awesome. That's you, awesome. Could, you can help.
5: Perfect. You want to help? Yeah, you guys yeah. want to sign <laughs> up? I'll tell you all the
9: stuff. More things around the corner for sure. <laughs> you just got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring a soccer ball here, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, you <laughs> actually... He asked. He was like, can you know do some tricks on the show? Bring I'm like, me well, back. We'll when the World Cup's going on, yeah. bring me back. We'll do a little session. I'll do a couple of skills uh, okay, with you guys. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Nice, nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah, watching cool. soccer
2: with you. just <laughs> <laughs> like, oh,
9: Fantastic. That's
2: awesome. Cool. like hmm so just the, I'm not sure. Like, I, you, you're so excited. I'm I should give to you guys,
9: okay, so you want to talk some soccer things? Yeah. Well, you need to talk about the World Cup. Cause okay, like, so we've got about a minute. So yeah, coming up with right, the World quick Cup. one. So World Cup's about two weeks away. And you know everybody around town. You didn't know they were a soccer fans. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. You're gonna see flags in windows, flags in cars. You're gonna yeah. find out all kinds of different things. Yeah. Start <laughs> educating yourselves now, so you can pretend like you know. The Italians
5: <laughs> are coming out of their <laughs> no. For they're two out. Weeks. They're not
9: in this World Cup. That's a whole storyline <laughs> oh, on its own. Oh my god. They didn't make really? it. Yeah, they didn't make it. Huh. So oh. who's in? <laughs> okay. Really quick. Really quick. Uh, I'm going to talk about Portugal and Argentina because we okay. got Cristiano so Ronaldo and Lionel Messi.
2: So unfortunately that's where we're going to have to stop really right. quick. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back after this break. <laughs>
1: Join Nadia Matos for
6: Crime Stoppers Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Rogers TV. The Guelph and District Multicultural Festival is back at Riverside Park June 8th to the 10th. Enjoy featured events like the Brazilian Carnival and the Bollywood and Belly Dance Party. Rain or shine, don't miss this fabulous
1: festival. A properly fitting life jacket or personal flotation device will keep the wearer afloat. Adult flotation devices are fitted by chest size. When fastened properly and lifted, the PFD should not be able to be pulled up past the wearer's nose and ears. With inflatable PFDs, it is a one-size-fits-most. When worn, it is best to leave the straps a little loose, so there's some room if the jacket needs to be inflated.
0: Fire! The neighbor's farming! 1970, fires raged along the Saguenay River for more than 150 kilometers, destroying land and lives. One family survived by dousing themselves all night against the searing heat. One family, among the thousands whose resourcefulness and courage shaped the character of this land.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Uh, We are going (laughs) to jump right over to our other guest, Alex Miller, Mm -hmm. from the Brantford Adult Flight Football League. Uh, Thank you for being here.
7: Thanks for having me. Uh,
2: Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and then how you started up the league?
7: Sure. uh, I grew up in Brantford. I grew up as a multi-sport athlete. I grew up playing uh, hockey, soccer, football. I'm super passionate about football now. Um, Two years ago, uh, myself and three buddies played in a flag football league in Kitchener. Mm -hmm. Um, Last season, that league went under. So um, just looking at the sports situation in Brantford for adults, uh, I noticed there's a soccer league, Mm -hmm. there's a baseball league, there's hockey leagues, uh, but there was nothing for football. So I kind of just decided, like, I'm gonna start up my own flag football league here Mm -hmm. in Brantford. Um, Last year I partnered up with the Brantford Youth Flag Football League. Um, We shared a lot of resources, so that was a huge help to me. And um, last year we ended up getting 60 guys out, it was a huge success. Uh, We we run our season from August till November, games are on Thursday nights, Mm -hmm. Um, this season uh, this season, we have our registration open right now. You can sign up right now. Uh, we're hoping to have six teams and 80 players this season. Nice. Um, nice. So yeah, really our goal is just to promote a healthy lifestyle and uh, to promote teamwork skills and all the other skills that come with sports. And mm-hmm. like how we were saying before, you know, uh, just instilling confidence in people. Yeah. And yeah. for kids, it's super important. But even for us as adults, uh, yeah. it's yeah. important to kind of have the outlet to to relax and have fun. And yeah.
2: Yeah, something to do because, I mean, there, there isn't that many things that you can do as an adult and it's something that mm-hmm. you, you, if you have kids, you're taking your kids around to these different sports and it's something that maybe mm-hmm. you think you want to do that or you'd like an opportunity to do something um like that instead of living vicariously through your (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you can you can hit the field yeah yeah. that's fun yeah
7: definitely i think it's like important for like my belief is like it's important for everybody to kind of have a sport like whether it's Mm. swimming or running or football or Mm -hmm. whatever right i just think it's important to to just have an outlet uh, relax and have fun like uh you know work hard play hard right Mm -hmm. yeah
2: so uh where can people sign up
7: uh so people can sign up on our website right now www.brantflagfootball.com awesome or they can also contact us through our facebook page it's uh facebook.com slash brantford adult flag football cool how competitive is it do you need to mm-hmm. have any flag football experience at all to play uh well ben played in it last year yeah. it's uh I play. and i'm terrible so.
9: <laughs> it's it's really <laughs> i want to you can do do
7: sign it. up <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's
5: so it's just
9: running with the football. <laughs> no, no, you, you got
7: yeah. <laughs> I would say uh, it's really for all skill levels. Cool. Um, anybody's encouraged to join for sure. Uh, it does get competitive for sure, though. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like yeah. any sport, I think yeah. it just it just does. Uh, <laughs> People uh, like, like to win. Yeah.
9: yeah. Yeah, but it's
7: it's you know it's it's not f- tackle football, so you, okay. I mean, there is injuries, but mm. it's less not that events. intense. <laughs> yeah.
9: Yeah.
7: Cool. Or old age Yeah, days. yeah, exactly. Do people wear
9: like pads or anything, or is it just?
7: I yeah. know, uh, just uh, just cleats and uh, to, yeah. gloves are optional. And shorts.
9: Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, shorts okay. are important That's too. Yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> shorts would be good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but no, it's a lot of fun to play. I mean, I played for a bunch of years growing up. I played flag football so it was cool when that when the adult League came out it was something that my brothers and I had always kind of talked about maybe yeah. like w- would want to get back into it and something to get active with and then when I saw that pop up that was we were excited about it and it was cool to be able to play the full season
7: yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think yeah there was definitely a good opportunity for it um, last year and it was a good uh, great success last mm-hmm. year and I think going forward that uh, we'll keep growing um, hopefully one day I'm hoping for a co-ed league so we can get the women involved. Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah just uh, looking forward uh, to this season coming up and uh, hopefully just continuing to grow.
2: Awesome and what
7: was the the web address again? The web address is uh, www.brantflagfootball.com
9: perfect is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on before we well because I have a football guy here I want to talk a little bit about my team the Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl (laughs) I'll celebrate I'll do a little bird dance yeah okay fly Eagles fly were you supporting the Eagles at the time I'm a Cowboys fan oh no so okay we can still be friends a little bit but you know there's a rivalry there right Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so sorry for your loss what about uh, you guys had a great season what about Tom Brady and the Patriots Tom how do you Br- feel about those guys?
7: Uh, <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady wins so much uh mm-hmm. you yeah. kind of hate him, but you got to love <laughs> that's him, right? what, That's how it is, right?
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really strange in sports. It's like if someone is an up-and-coming and they're kind of doing well, people get excited about yeah. them. Maybe like the uh the, the knights for yeah, hockey vegas, right yeah. yeah vegas so they're a new team so everyone's excited but as soon as you start to win all the time they don't yeah. like it anymore. it's like yeah you Must need to yeah. lower yeah, wait a down. second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah too far yeah <laughs> too far <laughs> too, yeah. too much yeah, yeah so I know a lot of things that.
5: that are coming out they had a really poor culture inside the locker room oh, like really? it was a bad environment for the patriots for the patriots oh really which hmm. makes me think in huh. like a team sport how could that be possible yeah Plus you think with all their success,
9: right? mm-hmm. they just have to be happy all the time. Exactly. Yeah. How can Doesn't you win sense. that many Super Bowls and still be upset? With yeah. a bad
5: <laughs> problem, that's <laughs> the first thing that a new coach or a new GM or a new yeah. owner does is gotta change the culture to be winning
9: and to be happy and yeah. to be having fun. Interesting. Why? Right. Yeah. Right, so Tom Brady's the greatest of all times? Tom Brady, yeah, he's the greatest. Okay. He just yeah. keeps winning. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. And okay. he's
7: plans plans on playing until forty four, I believe. So. Oh really? Yeah. Where's he at right I now? I think he's uh Forty or forty one right oh now. Yeah.
9: Oh okay. Yeah. Wow. He's the goat. When we were doing yeah. the basketball <laughs> yeah. stuff earlier, I just so badly want to jump in and ask about Jordan versus LeBron. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to grab be another on. episode. I want to no. get an answer <laughs> out of him. <them. laughs> <laughs> Who's the best ever? I have yeah. a lot of friends. Zach, if you're watching, I know you're talking about LeBron somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know. Michael Jordan just has the eye of the tiger. I don't think you can.
5: I don't think you can it's like the Gretzky and, and Crosby. You can't compare them. It's a completely different cross, game. Yeah. It's a different yeah. game.
9: Mm. Okay, so that's why the soccer debate is a lot different because if you know about Messi and you know about Ronaldo the two greatest players of all time mm-hmm. they're in the same generation mm-hmm. they play at the same time in the same league hmm. so that's happening right now I guess the season finale would be this World Cup yeah so that's an interesting conversation Where do you like most of those two? <sighs> oh man don't make me pick they're, they're different I types got, of players got, got, even yeah, within the same generation yeah, yeah, yeah. but for sure when it comes to uh, Jordan and LeBron I think for any sport as the generations pass like eventually there's going to be a younger player that supersedes awesome. because they've been watching youtube they've yeah. been learning all the skills that the legends have been passing down because yes, they, they have
5: tr- those coaches they have yeah. all those trainers that right. are available now that weren't available for that era
9: for sure and yeah. they've been taking notes the whole time yeah. through Agreed. so that's what makes sense for yeah. me <laughs> thank you both very much for for
2: joining us today yeah, uh, this has been awesome. Yeah, it was a good. One. Um, Absolutely, we would definitely have you guys back. I think everybody's coming back. <laughs> sports <laughs> day. Yeah, sports
5: day. Get a hockey well, guy. Another one.
9: Get a hockey guy. <laughs> uh, but one thing. <laughs>
2: um, next week, June seventh. Uh, just effing vote. Get educated, make an educated vote. Um, get out there, make sure you do that. Head o- over to just effingvote.ca. Um, we've got facts 101 information we have to garden. This we we got a garden this weekend. so June 3rd join us at the Royal Community Garden 8 a.m. to 230. With that we're going to break. Have a great week. My name is Ben and I'm a Rogers TV volunteer. My role here uh, with Rogers is as a co-host of the show Think Millennial. (laughs) I think I win. I think that the show brings um, incredible value to our community through highlighting the amazing individuals inside of our community, what they're doing, all of the different events that are going on. It's just a great place to be
1: able to capture all of those amazing things. This May on Hollywood Suite On Demand.
6: One thing is for sure, they have a coven and they want my baby. You didn't die, you
1: took it! Telephone the police. Tell them there's a
0: suitcase full of money and you don't want it.
7: Do you feel not are
0: sisters? Welcome to the i Don't
7: you ever think about belonging somewhere?
0: Price is too high. Are you the author of the plays of William Shakespeare? I am. Then kiss me again for I'm not this strong.
1: Hollywood Suite On Demand. Free with your subscription to Hollywood Suite.
3: I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, police coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this break and error. Waterloo Regional Police are investigating a theft report that occurred at a Huron Road business in Kitchener on Wednesday, January 31st, 2018. A male suspect walked into the business and examined an area that contained stored tractors. He then left and returned around 1.25 a.m., in a light-coloured pickup truck. The suspect hooked up a stolen trailer from the lot and then loaded a tractor onto the trailer before leaving just before 3 a.m. Crime Stoppers will pay a cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com.
2: Welcome back to Think Millennial. Ben here. I'm hanging out with Jay Lee at Player's Indoor Golf and Sports Bar. Uh, we're really excited to be here. Jay Lee's going to show us around. She's going to tell us a little bit about the space. Um, so Jay Lee, do you want to do you want to tell us about the space?
6: Sure. So here at Player's Indoor Golf and Sports Bar, we kind of pride ourselves on being not just about golf. We're kind mm-hmm. of about all the different sports that we can offer now. Um, we recently just got a multi-sport simulator, so we're now offering Uh, golf, soccer, baseball, Mm -hmm. hockey, lacrosse, zombie dodgeball, carnival games, kind of (laughs) things, something for everybody to enjoy so that we're not just about that -hmm. that golf atmosphere. We're trying to incorporate more of a bar friendly Mm -hmm. family. Um, anybody can come and hang out and just enjoy the entire space. So. Right, and
2: I think that's so cool that you do have all of those different other sports to play, too, and just messing around beforehand. Yeah. It was so much fun to play the hockey and to play the basketball and the football. Um, there's, It's just it's awesome. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you have going on with the actual golf, though?
6: Yeah, so our golf is actually... Um, Our simulators are used by PGA pros, so Mm -hmm. Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, some of those famous golfers that everybody knows, they Mm -hmm. have them in their homes, and it's a high quality dual tracking system where um, it's picking up all of your stats, we have intense golf courses like Pebble Beach, Grey Wolf, yeah. St. Andrews, the old course, Banff mm-hmm. Springs, things that people kind of want to play their whole life, but they don't get a chance to get out there, right. so you can actually hop on a simulator, and it feels like you're there. Yeah. Uh, we have huge wide screens that are really accurate mm-hmm. and very um, homey feeling, but you can drink and you can yeah. eat while you're there with your friends. And, uh, <laughs> don't have to worry about, don't worry about losing your ball or bad weather. Yeah. You can just kind of come and hang out mm-hmm. and, and get a a good feel for that.
2: That's awesome, I and mean, I think it's cool, too, that it was something that I had never thought of, was the, the fact that you have actual leagues, like yeah. actual golf leagues that play, which yeah, is cool. through, throughout Yeah,
6: throughout the fall and the winter, we actually run um, a league for men or women. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's just men who do play, but, um, it is open and we run it every Wednesday night throughout the fall and winter and it gets competitive. People are on different teams mm-hmm. and at the end we throw a big party for them. Nice. And speaking of parties, we, we actually run group events here as well for other people. Yeah. So you don't have to be a part of the league or a member to be able to run an event here. We do yeah. business events, corporate events, private birthday parties.
2: Networking events.
6: Networking events. Yeah, so uh, June, June 14th, 14th. we have a millennial
2: social which is we're really excited to be here um and also it's a full bar full restaurant too
6: so yeah we have a full uh bar yep. full service kitchen so it's mostly pub food um mm-hmm. so you got your nachos your wings your pizzas yeah. even our desserts are deep fried <laughs> like, it's awesome but it's easy it's simple and you can hang out in the lounge enjoy mm-hmm. the darts the shuffleboard our 11 foot screen tvs yeah. that are amazing quality watch yeah. the big game the big playoffs coming up yeah. so <laughs> Um, it's a good it's a good place to be and we have daily specials every week so mm-hmm. or every day of the yeah. week So Monday to Sunday we have amazing deals going on So it really is like a different atmosphere for people mm-hmm. and it's the place to be right now I think.
2: <laughs> awesome, so why don't you show us around some of the and the simulator? We're gonna play some games. Yeah, let's go play. Awesome
6: So we're just gonna start uh, at St. Andrews the old course, so take a look at where you're gonna be playing beautiful and uh, you wanna take a
2: try at it? Yeah, we'll take a swing. Alright, let me grab get a golf it? ball. A swing. Yeah.
6: So we'll get you set up here. There you go. And just aim for the middle of the screen.
2: Yes, ma'am. <laughs> this is my first swing of the season.
6: Swing of this, but that's okay. Nobody's gonna judge you.
2: Thank you. This is a very comfortable environment to be playing
6: Exactly. It's a good place to learn. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you made it over the water, too. (laughs) And I'll show you all your stats. If you do really bad, you can take a mulligan. (laughs) And nobody's going to care.
2: That's awesome. You're never
6: going to lose your ball. That was better. (laughs) Okay, you'll have to get a little closer still. (laughs) Um, Next. Okay, go again. Okay. That was good. That was a nice hit. Look at those stats.
2: Look at those stats.
7: Look at
6: those stats.
7: (laughs) Not quite there yet,
6: eh? Not quite there yet. Okay, so now you're only 80 yards, so don't swing as hard. We're getting there.
7: Go
2: ball, get in your (laughs) home.
6: And it's about 10 feet from where your ball is to the screen. Um, And you want to go 20 yards. So it's a pretty far putt. But just have at her. (laughs) There you go. Nice. So hit the screen and then go another 10 feet after that. Nice. Oh. Oh. Do you want the targets or the goalie? Let's go goalie. Targets?
7: Whatever you want. Goalie
2: works too.
6: We'll go Canada. Canada. So
2: Inner city. Inner city? Sure. Okay. Oh, what a save. What a save. There you go. <laughs> this is for the win.
6: Denied.
2: <laughs> two awesome. for two. Thank you very much, Lee for having us out to players. We really appreciate it.
6: No, I'm glad you could come by and try out some of the sports yeah. and now uh, just recruit all your friends and come <laughs> try it out. Awesome. Fair. Go get your ball, you gotta get it fast. There you go, mystery box. It's a good workout.
2: (laughs) Yes it is.
6: 300 points.
0: Oh wow,
5: oh there we go.
9: Rogers TV Viewer Response Line. Email us or connect with us on social media.